It's like, but I don't want to start. Che- I don't want. I don't want. I don't want this sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what the, what's going on in the studio? Oh boy. I, I don't know if you know this song, but it's a great tune. I don't Ready? know it. All night, all right, cool in the gang. Bomb? Cool uh-uh. in the gang. I'm no. not sure. Dude. All Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, it is? Remember at the end of the Omega Poo? Omega Moo Moo party, whatever? Yeah. Um, welcome back. The Gentleman's Dojo. I am Steve Byrne. Gary my, Cannon. Oh, God. <laughs> Still can't believe I'm doing this. We're going to get right into this. I just want to mention something really, really funny. Yeah. We just got back a couple weeks ago from Atlanta. Yeah. And when I met you on Friday night, Steve says to me during the shows, I think after the show, I'm going to head back to the hotel and hit the gym. Not only did you not hit the gym, <laughs> you got the drunkest I've ever seen you to the point where what happened on Saturday morning that will bring our guest in. But Saturday you, morning, you, you I got I, so hammered. Oh, God. this I was so drunk, actually, this song. Friday night. Fitting. I actually got so drunk that I... I woke up at 6 in the morning. I always take the first flight out. Got up at 6 in the morning. On Saturday. On Saturday. I threw all my shit into the suitcase, got in a cab, went to the airport to only realize my flight Sunday. <laughs> That's how hugged up I was. I, I've never had that happen Because we didn't get back years. to the hotel probably till 4 Right? Yeah, that's the drunkest I've been in a long time. Really bad. And I actually had, I think I had a little touch of alcohol poisoning where I didn't think I could perform that night. Yeah. But I mustered through. You were looking for somebody to come with an IV. (laughs) I I almost, I I was Googling those doctors that come up with an IV to hydrate you. You you were trying to find somebody on Craigslist. It was bad. Um, But I thought that that was so funny that literally two hours before you went out and started to get shit canned, you're like, I might go back to the hotel and use the gym. And not only did you not use the gym, you went the exact I got opposite. the drunkest I've ever been. It yeah. was, you, 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 you slapped me, and my glasses went flying into the food truck cart. That was real, though. That, that, <laughs> I would do that sober. But, but Let's I, get into it. I drank like a 21, you did. like an 18-year-old on spring break. Although, in fairness, when we were in Atlanta, that's, that's, those are all the bars that we went to. We looked like two creepy old men there to you pick up our— You definitely did. You did, too. No. <laughs> you look like you're in your 50s. I had my backpack. Okay, so let's get into this. We're both super so excited about this, so but Gary, you've got to uh, introduce because you, I, look, this is something you reference in your act. I know you're yes. a big fan of the show. Big fan. Please go ahead. So we have in studio, very, very exciting news. We have the Our host, first studio guest, Our first studio way. guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, uh, uh, and we wanted him in studio because I obviously wanted to meet him, but I speak for you, both yes. big fans of this show, been watching this for years and years and years. The TV show Cheaters, <laughs> one yeah. of our favorites ever, and we have on one of my favorite hosts from that show, the one and only Joey Greco is here. My How God. about a round of applause for Joey yes. Greco joining I'll us in it. studio? Right. Joey, thank you so much. We are for so happy us. about yeah. this. Hey guys, my pleasure. This is fantastic. I wanted to get in before, you know, who knows how long this is going to run. So <laughs> I did want to be the first studio guest. It's true. Before You've seen my track canceled. record. I've, yeah. <laughs> Sullivan lasted three years. You get in before it. That's right. Yeah. Now, you you grew up in, in the Bronx, correct? You grew up in Actually, New York? I grew up in New York. In New York, okay. And, you, and, and just, there's a lot of misinformation. Of course, that yeah. I let, that I let float. Because I think it's interesting that, you know, let's, some people say I'm married and have two kids from Philadelphia. Some people say I'm from New I am from New York. But well, Gary online is considered a comedian. Which is very <laughs> yeah, odd. So, yeah. You know what? I was going to use that joke on you, but I was uh, like, we have okay. a guest and we used that two weeks ago. Anyways, well, uh, now, where where are you? You're from New York itself? Yeah, upstate? The, the or? island. Long Island. Uh, so you grow up in New York and then you move on. Did you, so when you're in, I assume you went to college? Where, yes. Where did you go to school? I went to a uh, Evangel University now, it's called, in okay. Springfield, Missouri. And what, how'd you end up in Missouri out of? Uh, okay, so uh, my father is a minister. Oh, wow. And I wanted to go away. And <laughs> it, it's a, uh, Evangel was, is a Christian liberal arts college. Very nice. So... That was a good. You got you the could best go of both away worlds. Yeah, and that still was, please him. <laughs> yeah, that was a good. And, and what did you study there? Psychology. Psychology. So yeah, and which is what you know was so amazing about cheaters because I also have a master's in education and counseling. Right. And that just happened to be a you know perfect storm of yeah experience and you know whatever. Now I I got to ask you. So even when you're at school in Missouri. Are you thinking at all about being in front of the camera at some point in your life? There was a moment when I uh, was into like a 
journal, like broadcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I went, hey, you know, sports broadcasting, and you know, that'd be awesome. Uh, and that lasted about as long as uh, I saw the curriculum, right. what it, the curriculum would involve, and a lot of journalism and you know, reading. And I just went, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that reading thing happen. threw you off. That's not <laughs> so. As you're studying psychology, what is it you're envisioning your your lot in life is going to be at 35. Where did you see yourself as a young man in college? Yeah, Steve, and I'm embarrassed to say this, right. that I'm not really embarrassed because it's just the way it is. And, and my life has had an, a really interesting career path of right. a number of different careers. But at 18, I was so unprepared to make a decision about right. what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, ADD all over the place where, hey, that would be fun, that would be fun, that would be fun. And and it was great, uh, but I never I never thought, you know, hey, what, am, what do I want to do 15 years This ago? is actually going to come to fruition at some point. Yeah, but I was just all about living I, life. Were you a good student? From, from college, went to, uh, man, let me think. Because you did man, something you see, for ESPN. Is, Fitness yes. pros, is this right? This, this is correct. This is accurate. And that's one of the careers that... Um, I'm after graduating from grad school. Yes, I moved to Dallas and uh, started working with some counseling centers there. But did you have an interest in Dallas? Like, what what brought you to Dallas? Because uh, I was dating a girl that. Okay, you know, there you we, go. You know, so there's a female involved. I right. knew that we were going to break nice up before we. I moved there, so I really can't say it's her fault that I ended up in Dallas. Right, but Dallas was one of the largest uh, cities. That was close to where I happened to be because I went to Louisiana Tech and uh, and Missouri, you know, so they're in the Mid-South kind of. Mm-hmm. And it was either, well, go actually at that time, either go to California because I really just dug California. Right. Or uh, Dallas. And economically, it was easier for me to make the Dallas transition. Right. Got there, uh, started working at a counseling center, worked there for a couple of years, then became just emotionally, that was just a tough thing for, uh, I was emotionally unprepared for the, uh, the stress that, 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 that presented working in that environment. In, in terms of counseling, yes. you mean, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so here you are. Man, that's kind of a downer. I don't want to be like no, no, a no, downer, but you, like. But here you are <laughs> yeah. consoling people things that comedy. are going through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we talk about Steve's DVD. And then so I that's then I was right. on antidepressants, and then uh, yeah. But I mean, it is pa- all part of of where we're headed towards because I think all these things that you're that you're experiencing are leading you towards you know the job that we all know you for. But again, like hearing that you had that psychology degree, that definitely helped you mm-hmm. with the show, and then the counseling. Um, was was getting was going to the gym a way of of you know kind of getting well, here's the, releasing those demons I guess well here's the or an uh, escape well after uh, I mean we we've chronicled my 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 athletic <laughs> career yeah <laughs> uh, and I wasn't that bad I mean I was serviceable right. however it was always involved in training and or some type of you know physical you know activity or sport or whatever mm-hmm. uh, so. While I was doing that mm-hmm. with uh, with counseling, um, I also started working at the Cooper Fitness Center, which is uh, in Dallas. Okay, and and it, you know had certifications as a trainer, um, fitness trainer, so on and so forth. Uh, started to get more involved in that career mm-hmm. from the industry standpoint of education. So I became a continuing education provider uh, as a fitness trainer. Right. Started presenting at conferences. Then those conferences were um, international. You know, start presenting at international conferences, and then for the next maybe thirteen years, did that. So wow, uh, you know, got to travel, got to you know, just some awesome places. I mean, yeah, like countries like you know, Spain and you know Germany and you know United Kingdom and you know Iceland and oh, wow. South America and you know just it just. Um, awesome opportunities. Um, and through that, ESPN came around when mm-hmm. they were launching ESPN2. Mm, right. And and their concept was rather than getting actors to be 
fitness people. Let's just go get fitness people. Mm -hmm. So they came to a conference. I was one of the presenters at the conference. They observed a bunch of different people's uh, programs. They put together a list of people they wanted to audition. Um, I happened to be on that list and auditioned for it and became one of the co-hosts for Fitness Pros. That's pretty awesome. And this was a hip-hop kind of fitness show? It was a a show that was, uh, the focus was just um, whatever was more indicative of what was happening in the industry at that time. Right. So it may have, it had, you know, uh, you know, hip hop, it could have been, you know, whatever training modes were, were prevalent at the time. That's what we focused on rather right. than, um, you know, the shows that were really on at that time and really popular, which were a little bit more canned. Now, so this is, this is your first foray then into being in front of the camera. So obviously, aside that, from some videos, fitness videos that we won't want to talk about. Yeah. Because <laughs> the but now, but now, what's the here's most the fun embarrassing part. one that you did? They, there, as I, there's no, I can't, I can't say which is the most embarrassing <laughs> yeah, at this point. They're just, they're, uh, but, is it, um, is it the attire that you're wearing that you just like? The, oh, come on, Joey. Well, it's the stuff that you <laughs> look at and you just go, what, what was what I thinking fuck? in that photo? <laughs> yeah. Did I really think that was hot? I, yeah. Did, I look good. But at the time you did, right? At the time. And I you're was clocking ass, man. you're in shape. That's great. Sh- fuck. You know? Gary's always had the body of a cubicle worker, so. <laughs> this may blow your mind, but I really am not into fitness. <laughs> Says the guy who brought a bunch of cupcakes. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> I brought 85 cupcakes. <laughs> I did the, work out once a few years ago, so I, the, I know where you're coming from. Okay. As I have said again one more time, when I just got tired of the fitness thing. Right. And not tired of it. Just in the fact that, you know what, I'm ready to do something else. Right. I had done it for, 50, for at that time, 13 years. Uh, and I know some people make a career out of it. But to me, I was like, I'm ready for something else. And I'm going to blame this on, a, on another female. <laughs> <laughs> As you should. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, it, was, it was in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and during the December and January in fitness presentations and stuff like that. That's kind of the slow time of year. Right. Uh, girl I was dating was getting her real estate license. So I was helping her study. And we, you know, just with flashcards, whatever. Oh, this is kind of interesting. Uh. So uh, I went, well, I'm sitting around with nothing to do. Yeah. Let me, let me take a class. I'm just sitting here just with a, a six pack and just <laughs> shredded. You know, let's and put this on the market too. Yeah. I'm tired so, of getting laid all day. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I, uh, so I took a, you know, with a college degree, you only need X amount of classes, right? Uh, three classes to get your real estate license. So I took one class and then went, oh, that was interesting. Let me take another one. So I took another one and then, and I ended up having all three classes that were required for me to get a real estate license Mm -hmm. in Texas um, out of the way just before the end of the year. Right. While, but I didn't know what I was going to do with it. I was like, that's good to know. It's good information to have. Yeah. How could it not be useful? Uh, And then January that year had a, uh, late January had a presentation. February had another trip. And I got to the point where getting on a plane, I started to get nauseated. Because I was traveling every weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, and got on a got on this plane and just went. I don't, know, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Came home. Went. I might as well file my real estate paperwork. Yeah. And started working in real estate. So I never did any more fitness, but now I'm acting and working in real estate. Wow. So I did that for a couple. Of, and that was uh, I remember it was before um, cheaters. But maybe about a year or two before cheaters. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's great to get two for one headshots. <laughs> the real no. estate, yeah, yeah. No, does glamour shots doesn't work? For, <laughs> yeah. It only works for real estate, not for uh, not for acting. But uh, uh, then during this time, I'm working in real estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, agent calls up and said, "Hey, you want to uh, audition for uh, to host a television show?" Well, who doesn't want to hear that? Yeah, right. of course, yeah. So I said, "Sure, why not?" Went and auditioned. And I happened that night, you know, I just threw on some glasses because I didn't really care. Yeah. You know how that always happens with auditions? Ah, yeah, whatever. They call me late. I go, yeah, when? Next week? When? You know, when's the end? And they went, oh, well, can you go down there now? Can you make it down there now? Yeah. I went, no, give me an (laughs) an hour and I'll make it down, an hour and a half. So uh, so just go there whenever you can. So I went down there through whatever because I didn't care. Yeah. And um, ended up. 
booking it. Now, can I ask you, what is the audition right. for Cheaters like? How do you audition for Cheaters? Do you have cheaters? to walk in on a it couple was... banging? <laughs> Let's see how you react Let's to see. this. They just, I just sat there and they gave me- He's not hard, hire him. Give us these emotions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Incredulous. Surprise. Yeah. Is that what they're asking you to do? Like, no. Oh. <laughs> they, uh, basically, it was just the walk-ups. You know, at the beginning, right, you know, right. you walk up and introduce the show and, you know, whatever it is. And I go, well, you know, can you do something that's kind of, you know, Roz Serling-ish mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever, you know, right. something kind of mysterious, something kind of. So, yeah, all right, well, how about this? You know, you, you get as deep as you can. I'm like, welcome to make it really heavy. Yeah. Here's some heavy stuff going on here. We're going to figure out. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Stay tuned. Now, when you get that call, are you just like, fucking A? I, I, I mean, this is something you, you, you didn't even want. I mean, you throw glasses on. You're right. thinking, oh, I'll show up at the thing. And here you are, and you get this show. I mean, what is your reaction right out of the gates? Are you thinking this is well, great, or are you well, a little... Okay. Do you know how many people My are ring. competing uh, for this gig? Are there a lot of people? Well, here's the funny part. Uh they had been looking for a host for quite a while. There are a lot of stories that are floating around. This right. is the one that I. This is the one that I've gotten from behind the scenes. Right. Uh, there was one of the producers from the show I was in acting class with. Ah. Now, my the film coach was saying, "Man, you would be so good on the show." They're looking for a host, and. And she said, whenever he would say, you know, Michelle, do you, who, do you, who do you know that would be good? And we're looking for a host. She'd always go, Greco, you got to get Greco in. And he'd always go, mm, I don't, I don't see that in him. Right. I don't see, you know, I don't, I don't know if he's the right fit, you know, personnel, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I guess after they had exhausted everyone else in the city, they, <laughs> <laughs> then they came knocking. Yeah. You got to get the Greco. So, so that's why I get the call at Saturday night at. You know, six o'clock. It was some ridiculous time. Yeah, I don't and how you audition, and then how soon do they offer you the gig? Well, it's there, maybe about a month later. Oh wow! Because there okay. was a little bit of a process mm-hmm. that, that was involved, but um, you know, at that time. So then, when was I excited? Yeah, I was a little excited. At the same time, though, uh, after the first audition, they gave me like a bag of uh, footage to go over. Just here's some footage of the show, so right. you can see what it's like. Because I really wasn't familiar with it. Right, and you had time. already committed. No, 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 had not committed. Oh, you had not committed. Okay. Um, and um, <laughs> I saw it and just went, "Oh, like how long is this show going to be on the air?" Right, right. You know, it was the middle of the season, so it was a they they were in the middle of shooting the season. And I just went, "This can't be. This can't go on very much longer." So yeah, I wasn't. So my uh, my excitement was tempered. <laughs> right now, are you are you once you see that reel, are you a little apprehensive because of the subject matter and the foundation of the show? Are you thinking, is, is this? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. What are your, what are your, what is your gut telling you, I guess, at the time? Uh, my, my gut was telling me that um, it was, it was almost nauseating. <laughs> in a word for lack of a yeah. better word yeah. let's call it a little it was just because it, uh, so but but I think this is kind of the key that you know I want to think it's this hopefully right. in, in my world this is how I see it yeah. so that's the way it ought to be but uh, <laughs> the uh, when I looked at it I just went it, it's material that everyone wants to see because yes. we're so voyeuristic as a society. Sure. Yeah. We want to know the, you know, we want the dirt, we want the details. That's yeah. going to get in. Yet it was pr- the way it was presented was just it, you just didn't feel you needed a shower after watching a couple of minutes of it. You just it just didn't have but a I good But I think if you're ho- if you're the host maybe, but I think as a viewer because if you look back at that time period, you know, all these years ago, especially when that was starting to come along, like Cheaters and Cops, I think right. those two shows I would put, you know, at least for me where again that voyeur- voyeuristic kind of television where you'd never seen anything like that before. No. You never got to peel back the curtain and go, "Holy shit, this is this is actually what happens." Mm-hmm. Well, the, and the amazing thing is that it was. I think. I think that show was so far ahead of its time. Yeah. Because now, oh, this is nothing. 
But then yeah. it was so invasive and it was so, you know, and that's the way it was perceived. Mm-hmm. Was it really like that? No, I don't think it was because, you know, at the end of the day, it was a public place. We were never right. able – and these are, these are some of the facts that the general viewer doesn't really think about. Yeah. But we would never – we were never able to go into someone's home mm-hmm. uh, unless our client – you know, was one of the people who had proprietary interest in the property. So they were giving us permission to go into their home. And set up. Guys, relax. Greco's here. He's a real estate agent. Yeah. <laughs> Let him look into the. Yeah. I'm just casing the joint. <laughs> he wants to know the square footage. He knows all the legal terms and everything. It's great. So. Uh, it's a two bedroom, one bath, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the, um, you know, when. So, so in my mind, when I saw it, I just went, there's got to be a way that we can present this. Mm-hmm. To number one, um, enable to be more responsible mm-hmm. with how we come across in presenting sensitive material. Right. But number two, enable viewers to feel good about themselves for watching what they know they want to see anyway. But now right. we got to give them a good rather than feeling like, oh, I can't believe I was I that person that was just so into someone's. Uh, but now, how do we let them feel like, oh? Well, hey, we're doing, we're helping people. So as yeah. long as we can give someone that, you know, what the goal is, is to help people out of a bad situation. Who who likes bullies? Of course, you yeah. Know, and, and but now, you know, back then, because to me, when you look at that situation, it's basically it's basically a bully, and emo- mm-hmm. whether you call it a physical bully, emotional bully, whatever. Now there are campaigns, and you know, oh well, everyone PC, and and now I, I, right. I don't like bullies either. But uh, you know, then. It was looked down upon, right? And but now it's embraced. So it was ahead of its time, like you were saying. And what, I think that's great for the program. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it. And did you have you creative know, input into in terms of not initiating not as as time as went, went on. as yeah. time went on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what happened to the original host, Tommy Grand? He was the host for like the first two seasons, and then when you auditioned, was he on his way out or didn't want to do it anymore? Was he basically told he was going to join Fitness Pros Bahamas? <laughs> it was a straight, it was a yeah. one for one trade. You go to exotic he location. He's real estate. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, there are many stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, the truth is somewhere in the middle. Right. I think there was probably a, uh, a point of contention between the production and, and Tommy. Right. And it was not resolved. It is uh, what it which is. Which is. You know what gained my entry into the yeah. Now, what is your definition of cheating? Do you have a definition of cheating after having the experience of understanding what it could be or what it is? Uh, you know, uh, Steve wants to know because he's kind of in this weird yeah. thing with I've his been wife right for now. About four and a half. If you say anal isn't cheating, you can bring this to his wife. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> She'll be happy. <laughs> Gary considers anal, Gary considers anal first base. <laughs> On which side? Yeah. <laughs> but what what do you consider cheating? Well, that's a tough question. I I, I I don't. It's something I don't know if I really ever thought about knowing. You know, I don't know if I have a specific answer. Mm-hmm. There's a specific answer that I think would cover everything. Right. I don't have it right now. But I think it's it's generally is w- would you do the same thing if you know if we're talking about relationships mm-hmm. it's one thing if you're talking about Tom Brady it might be something else you know so I think from a relational standpoint if if would you do the same thing if the person that you were involved with were in the room and standing next to you right you mm. know what I mean uh, you know and putting yourself in the other person's position what would you, how would you feel if the other person your partner was doing that with someone else. Right. I think that's a, a good general rule of thumb. Uh, but then the other side of that is there are adults making adult decisions for their own relationships. Right. If it's something that people have talked about and they're open with one another uh, and, you know, live your life, mm-hmm. do what you want to do. I, I may not necessarily agree with it. However, I'm not pompous enough to, to tell you how you should live your life. Right. Uh, so, you know, and that's why I, my question would be, well, you know, because you'd have people that would go, well, you know, uh, she doesn't care. I don't care. Well, wait a minute. Well, why can't she do the same thing you're doing? 
Exactly. You know, yeah. If that's the way you truly feel, right. and if if you're not involved in the relationship and, and it's all, then why are you mad there, when she starts paying attention to someone else? Right. You can't claim, you know, it's like, let's be equal. Mm-hmm. You know, just have equal opportunity. Did you ever do a, a story where you were presenting to the girl that her boyfriend was cheating and she was really hot, and then you're like, hey, want to get him back? Let's get a hotel room really quick. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? What? I know uh, a night manager at La Quinta. <laughs> Let's show that asshole. <laughs> He's not answering. That's a yes. No, no. <laughs> We're actually going in the other direction. <laughs> Have you seen some of the contestants? Yeah. Because, look, at the end of the day, Cheaters was, to me, it was it was a great way to kill time. It was always on, you know, you're just sitting in front of TV, you watch it. But you really think about it, it's like the better version the safer version of Dateline or 48 Hours because right. all those murder mysteries, it always, <laughs> it's always somebody was banging somebody else and then they end up killing them. But here you are doing like so, a public service. You're like preventing murders. Right. We're the light version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we always said too when we used to watch it because it would air on Saturday nights here, Saturday night at like 11. And I just remember when I first moved to LA in 2002, 2003, like instead of going out and trying to like – make my career or do something, we'd all gather around and just watch the show on Saturday night. And we always used to laugh. One of our favorite moments of the show was <laughs> when you would have either like two hot lesbians or just a really hot girl. The investigation seemed to last a lot longer than just two <laughs> ugly people. It would be it'd be like these two hot girls. It's like day 47. We're still on the case. And, and like literally like when it was two ugly people after a day and a half where you'd call them and like, we got what we needed. <laughs> yeah. But like literally these great moments of like two months in, we're still watching. It's just like, you guys got what you needed. Your yeah. camera guys <laughs> were just out in front. And it was like, but, but there were so many great moments of like where they the confrontation would be like, is this your wife that you said died? Like it was just these so many great <laughs> moments of like, I mean, the one thing that I always thought that was interesting, and I don't know if you how you had the reaction to it. Like if somebody would go in and they would say, hey, you, you would confront them, you're cheating and all this other stuff. And then the guy or the girl would throw it back and say, oh, did you know that he or she was cheating on me as well? So it's kind of almost like this, you get thrown off a little bit like, Oh wait a minute! So now this is okay. Like, like you would have those confrontations where the other you don't know person who to root for. To, right now, who do you root for? Yeah. You know, so it was kind of like this weird thing. Uh, you know, after ten years of it, uh, it, it got to the point where, what do you got? <laughs> Nothing surprises me now. Right. You right. Know, bring, yeah. Bring it on. You're all right. You know who else is involved in this? You start looking right. around the block. But, but, but the best thing was too. I always loved it when. You know, because you had a team of security, obviously, around you. But I always loved it when, like, the guys would start fighting or the girls would start fighting. And you almost were that that Willy Wonka, Gene Wilder character where you'd be like, no, don't, stop. But yet they're still beating the shit out of each other. You didn't see how passionate so, I was so about jo- that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like Joey would be off to the side and be like, guys, no, please don't. And meanwhile, <laughs> like, beating the shit Blood is, is <laughs> all over Hold the on, place. guy. <laughs> now, how often often because look when you when you bust these people all of a sudden the adrenaline kicks in how often because i know there's an incident that occurred mm-hmm. where you know you were stabbed but uh, you know not not addressing that particularly but how often were you in danger because of the blood boiling especially on the guys end or whatever i, I know that the security was there but even them yeah well you were there were, ti- a- there were times uh, and I can think in 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 the ten seasons that I did, there were probably I'd say a handful of times that I was really concerned. Right. But the the weird thing is that after a certain period of time, yeah, uh, people began uh, people began giving the sh- it's almost like they were giving the show much more respect. Then we really deserved. <laughs> That's just, interesting. Just, yeah. just as, uh, and this is the best way to describe it. When TMZ first started, mm-hmm. did you really think it was a credible news source? No. Now, after they when, broke the Michael Jackson thing, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. It, but yeah. now it's TMZ. Well, it's got to be accurate. It's on TMZ, right? You know, so now, you know, when you know people are, are you know, resourcing TMZ or sourcing yeah. it. Um, when they when a story breaks, so 
apply that to cheaters. So after a couple of years, we became so popular that uh, you know people would give us more respect or me more respect than than they really had to because it was a show. Like, look, Joey, I know you're just doing your job. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, I I, <laughs> I got I got to, I got to beat this dude's ass. So you know, right, right, yeah. So and it was just kind of it was almost comical. Yeah, because in the back of my mind, I'd go, "All right, well, is he going to take a swing at me? We'll find out. It'll make good TV if it doesn't." So I'm editing, kind of, you know. And then, and he turns this one particular dude turned and looked at me, and that's what he said. He was ready to throw down, and then I'm I'm standing there, I go, "All right, let's see if he swings at me." And he just looks at me, he goes, "Look, Joey, I know you guys are doing a job. <laughs> oh, my. that's great. Can you can you move the cameras back, please? And I'm like, What's your concern? And What's your yeah, concern? we have so we have this we have this <laughs> totally calm concern? conversation in yeah. the midst of this storm. And I go, "What's your concern?" He goes, "I don't want my image, you know." And I went, "We're not going to broadcast your image without your r- release on it because they have to sign, right? Yeah. So it's the blur or correct? Yeah. So um, so he goes, oh, "Okay, okay, all right." Yeah, and, and that was all it took to talk him down. From, That's great. You know. Anyway. Um, but yeah, there was just always a. Aside from that, there was just a really huge dude that that I've said this before. Uh, I was knocking on his window. Yeah. <laughs> of the car, of the car. He's in the car, ready to go away. Yeah. And and all the security, the security team, all these guys, uh, were with the people that were running around chasing each other. Yeah. Fighting or not, whatever they were doing. But uh, it's me and a camera and, you know, the audio guy because that, that the everyone had their teams. And, uh, and he jumped in the car, and I was there. I saw it, and I went over to him, and he jumped in his car, closed the door. And this guy was huge. And I mean huge. I don't yeah. mean just, you know, he's kind of a big guy. And you're know, in six shape. Two, six two, however, it doesn't matter how yeah. much shape I was in. Because this, this, this dude was like a 6'8", 300-plus oh, dude. Yeah. Um, and he jumps in the car, and he slams the door closed. Now, I think that's kind of funny because... You know, because I, I, I don't really cut that intimidating of a figure. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, I like, I like to think I do just from my presence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I go up and I knock on the window. And I go, come on, man. Don't you want to come out and talk to us? And in the back of my mind, I'm going, dude, don't get out. Don't get out. <laughs> Please don't get out Stay of Because he's mad and he's yelling yeah. and, you know, hey, you know. And I was like, come on, man. Come out and talk to us. You can't be afraid of, you know. You're yeah. afraid of this woman? You know, what are you afraid of? Yeah. In the meantime, I'm like, oh. He ended up driving away, um, luckily, but then called up as we were in the van driving back to the, the, the studio, uh, called his his girlfriend or wife, would, I think it was his girlfriend at the time, uh, calls up and then he was just like, yeah, you want to you wanna talk? Come meet me now. We'll talk now. I remember oh, that. Shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I went. We're done shooting this. We're done. We got enough, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. We got enough, right? How many, how many new cases would you do a season? What was kind of the... Because uh, you did two an episode. No, I, I don't. Yeah, two an episode. A, a season was uh, twenty-two episodes. So oh, wow. there'd be forty-four new, um, new cases a season. I, I, when I was there, I don't know if they continued that trend after the fact. And but, how long would that take to knock out? Like to knock out forty-four? You would do it over a period of a couple months. Could you do no, it? it? It was over the course of a year. Oh wow. Okay. Oh wow. But but what ha- ended up happening was that. Some you get footage whenever you can get footage, you know, because you never know. You might go a couple of weeks with nothing, right? And then you might have a couple of weeks where uh, you do three or four. Mm-hmm. So it was just, you know, in that aspect, the, it averaged out to be, you know, when you take away Christmas and holidays and so on and so forth, and summer break, and you know, one one a week is at the end of the story. But now you'd have different, um, whatever year it was shot, it mm-hmm. may not show up till, because they'd try and pair strong, you know, the cases to to have the right. most consistent product. So. When, when you guys are filming, did the, the, the camera guys ever see like just some illegal stuff going on? Like just like, you know, either violence or like uh, drug stuff or like, I mean, because obviously you're shooting constantly, right? Or you're on surveillance for a long time. I mean, I would just wondered if you would see anything out of the ordinary other than them hanging out at a bowling alley. (laughs) (laughs) Raw dogging at a Hardee's. I I don't think, uh, you know, while I think we had some great uh, technology at our fingertips, I don't think it would have been anything that would have (laughs) stood up in court like that. Night vision from 100 yards doesn't really hold up in court when we think it might. Now, perhaps that might not... um, you know, we're not above that being part of the conversation 
of right. We don't quite know what substance they might be smoking. Right, right, yeah. But they're certainly lighthearted enough after the fact. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, was there was there ever somebody that came to you with a case and you were like, we can't pursue this because this could be a public figure or an athlete or politician or are these just... They, they would, that's what they lived for. Y- yeah. They were, no. No, okay. I don't remember, <laughs> I don't yeah. remember any them turning anything down. Okay. And there, there was, and this is probably another big case, and it was the one that subsequently, that led to my subsequent arrest and court and trial <laughs> yeah uh, re- re- revolving around this particular case where there was a police captain uh, from a neighboring city that was um, in an, in in uh, in a relationship with the wife of our client right and they would meet at a park outside of his jurisdiction in his city vehicle oh uh, I think I remember for lunch. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> yeah, for lunch. Holy shit! Yeah, and right. Yeah, I'm doing the air quotes. So uh, that <laughs> I'm struggling trying to find the word. Yeah, yeah. Um, no one shied away from the fact that that was an, a variable in that equation. Right. So, uh, and then as it turned out, our client was the you know, and and, and again, so much comes out during some of these you know, interactions, it comes out that this, our client had his, his wife who was, they were separated, had a restraining order. No, I'm sorry. He had a, she had a protective order against him. Oh, uh, which he had kept from us. Right. Uh, so when we find that out, we, you know, take him out of the situation yet. It's still a, you know, a police captain in a neighboring city, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, which, you know, if being the show that, we are mm-hmm. uh, an investigative type show that's you know am i going to say that that they went well, let's sit let's squash this <laughs> right we don't want that getting out yeah um and it's my policy to make as many friends <laughs> as you can on the police force <laughs> yeah so in any case uh that led to an arrest uh well i was charged right uh, and i guess yeah basically because they had a grand jury thing and um and did that, uh, was it because we did anything wrong or because th- we involved the, the police department? Sure. Right. Um, which everyone has their theories. Of course, yeah. But I ended up going to trial. I oh, got, my God, I had, really? I got street cred. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. <laughs> so I, I, did t- I did some... <laughs> I didn't do any time. I did yeah. about 15 minutes during the walkthrough because we got bonded out, you know, as soon as oh, we did. Great. But I did, I remember, and I went, you know, because we were taking the mug shots. I did the mug shot thing, smiled yeah. in my mug shot. <laughs> right. Another headshot. Yeah. Another headshot. <laughs> Let's do that one again. Yeah. I didn't feel it. Can we go again? <laughs> Can I get powdered up here? Um, now, was there a bust that you ever felt bad about? Yeah. Did, did you ever, <laughs> did you ever get get a client and then you follow the people around and they're not cheating like how often does that happen i I would think if somebody has a reaction that their spouse is cheating it's a good chance that it's happening but you ever find that it's not i mean they're being faithful uh in my time on the show we had a 100 percent hit (laughs) so (laughs) so people have an idea of it it, there's a good chance it's going on well here's the funny thing i still get emails from people who you know and, and this one woman is Joey. Uh, I, I hope you can help me. My, you know, I found texts from my my boyfriend. Um, I found out he was seeing someone. I found out he was texting his ex girlfriend. I found out they were sleeping together. Blah blah blah. Can you help me? I want to go. You pretty much solved the yeah puzzle, right? <laughs> why you Why do you need to bring me into it now? Yeah, you know, I'm retired. I right, because moved on down the road. Because I assume after the show. Do people still reach out to you? And there's old cases. There's like, you know, and, for and, episode, and, whatever. And they, yeah, they do. I still, yeah. anytime anything pops up about cheating, I get a bunch of emails <laughs> and interview requests and because I'm the expert. You know, yeah. Whatever. But, but the, the thing that I find the most amusing is you've, you've solved the case. You know already. Yeah. You already know. Right. Now the question is, wh- what are you going to do? Do you want to stay? Right. Uh, because one of the other famous ones was the the uh, the o, the OG, the original gangster from Houston. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and he, who was such a charming man. Right. After the fact, 
I mean, he was mad. He was mad then. Right. But his point was, you've known me for, you know, 40 years. Right. We've been in a relationship since this. I've never lied to you. I've never said anything. Right. You know, I've never told you we were exclusive. I, you know, he did his thing and he had the whole, he had the leisure suit on with the, with the fedora. Yeah. You know, just, and, um, and he, and that was his point. Mm-hmm. And, and I looked at her and I went, is, is that accurate? And she goes, yeah, it is. And I went, well, well now that you, now that everyone knows what you already know, right. what do you want to do? Are you going to leave him? Or are you gonna... She goes, well, I guess I'll, I'll stay with him. <laughs> wow. Jesus. And I went, well, what, why did we go through all this? Yeah. Uh, and then and the, the dude was called up the show and uh, just apologized for his behavior. Oh, that's nice. Because, you know, and, it, and I just, I respected, and I went, oh, okay, well, and even when he came in for his uh, follow-up, because you know, he came in for his follow-up interview, yeah. and he was so apologetic to everyone, I, the way I reacted, I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Now, now you're, as all good things come to an end, your time with Cheaters did end. Was that on your own terms, or was it amicable or mutual? It was, uh, it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was, uh, after 10 years, again, with what we've talked about. That's a great run. Yeah, it's incredible. Know, right. that, that I have no, I have no complaints and, you know, look back with appreciation for the opportunities that it presented and, you know, continues to. Uh, but going back to is it something that I thought I'd do for the rest of my life? Right. No. Yeah. You know, again, I just went, uh, there's, there's got to be more. There's got to be something else. You know, what's next? Uh, and after 10 years of doing something, I think you all have, uh, you know, that, that itch to, to do something try else. to do something else. Um, we were negotiating for the next contract. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of that, um, you know, what does it always come down to? In business. Money, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, it was just, well, you know, we're going to actually had a con- had an offer um, and went, well, let's talk about it for a second. Yeah. And in the midst of that conversation, um, they decided to go in a different direction. And okay. I was okay with that. It was a little yeah. shocking to me at the time because um, we were we were negotiating for a two-year Oh, okay. A, a two year, another two years. And in the back of my mind, uh, my goal was to finish it. Right. You know, it, it would have been because not many people have said, you know, we took it from here and wrote it mm-hmm. and finished the game. Right. And I wanted to finish the game. Yeah. Um, yet at the same time, you know, it's business, it's show business. So, okay. Yeah. Well, it, it didn't happen that way. Okay. Um, I'd like to, I'd like for it to continue to succeed because of the 10 years that I put into it, of course, you know, you, a, you, you want to see yeah. it continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that goes back to, you know, what we were talking about earlier is, uh, how do we make it palatable? How do we make it okay for people to watch by being more right. responsible by, um, you know, whatever elements, whatever variables. And it took a while for me to find Mm-hmm. Because it was so, it was such an uncomfortable situation, right? You know, who likes, you know, when you're you're at a dinner party and uh, and your hosts start arguing, how uncomfortable is that? Of course, at a dinner yeah. party, no one likes to be. You know, it's like, all right, well, party's over. Yeah, pretty much. No matter what happens after that, we're not jovial and lighthearted anymore. It's yeah. uh, it's time to go home. We're you need to start looking at your watch. So, uh, so it took a while to really find the right blend of. You can't joke around because then you right. look like a you know douche that is condescending and patronizing, you know, because of other people's misfortune. But it, was there ever a time where you're confronting somebody and something is so funny that you're like, I mean, I it's so hard. <laughs> and that's where the acting it. came in. Yeah, because it was, oh yeah, because <laughs> the, what was there was the time where the, the, the boat thing where you got stabbed and then the boat came the boat pulls back into shore and I remember there being like a, a guy in a bunny suit. Like hanging out there was that that episode, and I I, I didn't. I don't remember like, Gary. I was in the ambulance. <laughs> yeah, he's stabbed, dude. <laughs> oh, I don't things on my mind. He's thinking he's hallucinating. I was bleeding out. Yeah, but, but weren't there, <laughs> there was also a time? Uh, there was also a time where you came in, confronted somebody, and the guy told you guys to get out of his house, and then he starts firing a paintball gun at you. 
I remember that. Yes. And is he hitting you? Like, I mean, are you getting, I mean, fortunately, fortunately, I was down the alley. Oh, you were gone already. So I, I, I didn't take any, any of that fire. But he came out <laughs> but and, and literally started shooting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it, it's also funny to me too. I loved when you would go in, there was one of my favorites where you would go into like these nightclubs and all of a sudden the DJ would recognize you and all of your security <laughs> had the cheater shirts on. And I just remember the DJ's like, guys, we got cheaters in the house. And then and half like, the couples are like, oh shit. <laughs> Everybody runs. Yeah. Are they here? And like literally the DJ is pumping you up and like the, the, all of a sudden everybody comes over and you can just see people around you and it just turns into this great event. Like it's just like, it just, it, it's the funniest thing ever. It, it, but how would you guys... How long could you be there for before, like, the cops were called and you guys had to get this confrontation in and out before the cops came and you had to just get out? Well, from what I remember, the rule of thumb was uh, when the cops say leave, mm -hmm. that's leave. when it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> so we call the cops. Okay. You know, you start Adios. checking off the boxes for what makes a good episode. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cops are called. Check. We got right. that. When are they going to get here? You right. Know, now, um... Are there times that they came pretty pretty quick, or I mean, because in Dallas, I'm sure that you guys are known. You know, it's not. The, hey, guys, another call. It's the cheaters group that's here. It's like okay, if we knew that we were going to be in a certain area, we you know had a relationship enough with with the police department where we might go. Hey, guys, just so you know, we're shooting tonight, and we're you know we may be in this location, right? And th I think they they appreciated that because Us, yeah. it wasn't such a you know, uh, emergency because, you know, they, they were a little bit aware. They, there have been uh, cases, I remember, where we would see cop cars, like, that would almost see the vans because they, you know, you see two white rape vans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you realize, oh, it's just Gary. <laughs> and, uh, In front of a and school. they would follow, and, you know, we check with them before we went out and they went oh no no, no you guys are cool we just we oh, want to nice see it yeah oh, that's see, cool yeah we want to see you go <laughs> down bored, yeah yeah <laughs> that's great um but that's you know everyone has a different um it, it, it was always funny because you you would be showing them the little video camera and they would be so emotional and then it'd be like are you ready to go <laughs> like because you know you had to do it quickly and then yeah. my favorite was when you called and i don't even know who this is but i just remember the name gomez <laughs> do you remember the guy oh, he was, the, was head he the head of security he or head detective okay yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like i'm gonna call and you're like gomez yeah yeah and i just remember you getting out and it was just it was so just how quickly it moved and now, then did was, you ever think of expanding the cheaters empire where you're like it's time to go tax cheaters with joy greco and you go in jurisdiction bust. oh yeah. yeah blackjack cheaters with Joey yeah. Greco, you go to Vegas and that's interesting. Knock down different types of cheating, or was it always just like we're just catching people relationships? Again? Well, that that would be a good uh, think. It'd be a good show. Oh God, another ten years. You know, look at that. You're welcome. You I just know, hey, let's. Uh, Steve wants ten percent. We got something. We yeah. got something. Well, I got to say, over the last hour and a half that we've gotten to talk, I thank you so much for being so receptive and not exhausted by some questions I'm sure you've heard a thousand times. But, A, it's been a complete blast getting to talk with you and explore that universe, but also getting to know you as a person and behind the facade. And, yeah, and leading, and into leading into the show that you're known for and stuff like that. It's like, because like you said, I'm sure that people come up to you and the first thing they say is they talk about the stabbing or the whatever that is. And it's just like, you know, we kind of wanted to lead in and, you know, get to the point of, you know, where you got to where you yeah. are. I'm not a serious dude. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the, the one thing I've, I've really appreciated in, in getting to see this because, yeah, you were very stoic, but it is, it's a very... uh you know, like you said, it's very serious material. So you got to treat it and be sure. respectful to the person who's hurt or whatever. But the minute I walked in, I'm like, oh, this dude's going to be great. This is this is awesome. So again, thank you so much. No, it's been Appreciate my pleasure. It, yeah. Thanks for giving me the uh, the opportunity to, to let some of this, get some of this stuff off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, website is uh, joeygreco.com. Joeygreco.com. And then on Twitter? The Joey Greco. Do you have an Instagram? Only because, and someone tried to call me out on that. Really? Yeah, see, this is the fun. Uh, um, we're ready to go. You're ready to no, go. No, right? please, no, please. Oh, no, it's just like, I love when people get all the, you know, the Twitter gangsters and all this and just, yeah. and, and they went, oh, the Joey Greco, like you're something special. And I went, oh, there's yeah, well, because, but I, I love responding to those guys where, like, yeah. don't be an ass. Just, well, because Joey Greco was already taken by someone else. Yeah, you know, by the other Joey Greco. The, yeah, there are more than, you know, 
<laughs> so, uh, so it's always funny to me. But yes, the Joey Greco. His on, is on seriously. Twitter. It's really Gary Cannon. <laughs> so it's nice that you are actually proud of your. Yeah, the Joey Greco. It's kind of cool. But By it's the like, way, no, really, I, I'm Gary Cannon. Guys, pay attention to me. Did they, <laughs> did they ever think about bringing the show somewhere other than Dallas, or it was just cheaper to do it there? It was just like, that was where the home base was. It was just like, because it was always done there, right? Most of them. Uh, they, we did travel, uh, in the years that I did it, we did travel when it added production value. Right. Uh, but because of the show, you never knew what you were going to get. So right. to ship a crew, and, and it's a very specific group of guys who knew specifically what was required what they were looking for in their shots how to you know how to manipulate and navigate through all that so you can pick up uh you know ancillary crew guys mm-hmm. who like for who would do you know just the, the peripheral stuff that you didn't right. need so in any case however you know if it were 10 crew people mm-hmm. or, right. or 12 to ship everybody to a yeah. location and not know what you were going to get or if you were going to get anything. So right. if it was maybe Chicago or New York or Vegas or L.A. Mm-hmm. or Florida or, you know what I mean, they might consider traveling. Right. If there were a number of cases in those areas that if you hit 50% of them, you'd still have made it worth yeah. it from a production standpoint. Right. The, the other problem is if you so, go to big cities money. like, you know, New York or Chicago or LA, it's hard to park those two big creepy vans. Like at least in <laughs> Dallas, <laughs> at least in Dallas, the vans were easily accessible. People would say, you should do that in Europe. Uh, and I, we go, no, Euro- Europeans don't care. What happened? Yeah, to go to France. They don't care. Uh, what, happened, what happened to the two vans? Are those things, does Gomez own those or what happened to the two vans? Because <laughs> I might want to purchase one go. of those vans. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he, well, look at Gary. Yeah. You're a collector, huh? <laughs> well, it is at Twitter, the Joey Greco, right? Two things yes. I just want to say. JoeyGreco.com. This, this yep. is our first in studio guest. And uh, we will tell you this our podcast this is very are, true. I know what you're going to say. Half an hour. We always, always in and out, hour. boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And we wanted you on for as long as you would be on. So, I mean, we this is the longest. We've gone an hour over our normal. Yeah, we've gone. Yeah, this is our longest half. one. But our again, it's podcast. We, always but we, said, we wanted so to ho- do this. Hopefully, both of those listeners will. will yeah. Uh, <laughs> Your mom. Will yeah. My mom stick around for the entire podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Gary. Jesus Christ. Well, it's been a is, true pleasure having you. It's this is great. the end of the Gentleman's Dojo. We. We're on a lot longer because we were so damn interested. Yeah. We cannot thank our great guest, Joy Greco, for being here. In at studio, the too. Thank you so much, Joy. Pre- appreciate it. And at Canon Comedy. Absolutely. Steve Byrne Live. All Things Comedy. Thanks for listening. God bless y'all.